Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of Middle of the Row, the podcast. It's Eclipse Day. We have two of our people. We're in total, total totality of the eclipse today. Lauren and John, did you get to see the eclipse? Uh, yes, I did, and you stole the thing I was going to talk about later, so way to go. But <laughs> yeah, I went down and I watched it with my grandma because she lives in an assisted living center, and we had to make sure all the old people remembered to put on their glasses. <laughs> but it was funny because like, when it actually happened, everyone cheered, and the lights went on in the parking lot because their like, darkness activated. So. Really? That's <laughs> yeah. freaking awesome. But it was pretty great. Yeah, we only had 79% here. John, did you do anything at your school? Um, so we are, I'm up in North County, and so we had 98% total coverage. Oh, loser! <laughs> so it still got, it was it was cool for my students, or at least for me, to see it get pretty dark, um, to hear the cicadas and the crickets start chirping and that kind of thing, but yeah, nothing super crazy. Um, yeah, I actually thought the ambiance was the cool part about it, like watching it just get dark around was way cooler than maybe the actual eclipse itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm a little jealous. I would have loved to have been, like, literally if I had, like, maybe called in sick and stayed home, then I, I would have been in totality. Um, <laughs> but probably not a good idea. Second week of school, new school, so. Why didn't they just, like, get get buses, drive down 170, head west on 40 for a little bit? This is, I'm playing local to the local crowd here. I also like and it because been I'm totality. really bad with directions, so I'm like, are those the right highways? I don't first, know. Yeah, first of all, Zach, we're closer to 270, so... So you would just take 270 to 40? I got yeah. you. I got you. <laughs> Good questions. I think Missouri in general, I think St. Or I guess St. Louis was going to be a disaster in terms of traffic, so... I think that's why most districts just... It said. wasn't bad where I was, but I don't know how the main highways were. That's fine. 98% is still pretty good. Yeah. Still pretty good. Yeah, it's a passing grade for sure. <laughs> ben, Eclipse thoughts? So today was my first day back at work, uh, staff development stuff. And we, we actually took a little bit of time as like a whole group to, to take a look at it. Like um, we, had, we had the glasses for everyone to wear, but then someone brought out a welding helmet. So we just took turns wearing that. <laughs> and looking up, it was pretty... Uh... And can you still see? Because I heard those aren't strong enough. Oh, you could totally see. I mean, it hurt. No, I mean, can you still see now? Do you have your vision? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm already kind of. <laughs> I'm already. I'm already legally blind without my glasses, so who cares? But. Well, you're not going to be a very good podcast guest if you can't fucking see anymore. <laughs> I can see you enough shapes and he can start start reviewing music it's fine (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) um but yeah i thought audiobooks (laughs) hey just to be inclusive isn't like the blind film reviewer like a huge guy on youtube don't even know who that is so i can't tell you yeah he's my hero yeah he's not huge enough because we don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That'd be interesting. I'd be in- intrigued to listen to one of his reviews. Maybe he can guest on. He can be a guest here. Who knows? Um, Do you know what? I am I am putting this in the Google Doc for uh, <laughs> dream guests. Yeah, you need to stop saying guest things to him because I saw he asked someone to join our video game podcast on Twitter the other day, like a week ago, and it's like, we barely got through like five things on our own and you want to add another person to the conversation hey, and then he'd have to start if, from if, 10 go up like yeah if 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 we had the opportunity to have brian fallon on our podcast like who's brian I, fallon brian <laughs> fallon is the second coming of bruce springsteen lauren get it together who's bruce springsteen no, I'm just oh kidding. my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm literally triggered um, <laughs> excuse yeah. me i don't live in jersey i don't know this man all right Moving on from the eclipse, I'm going to launch us into what we've been watching this last week, and I think this will lead to a conversation between me and Benjamin. We are going to avoid spoilers, though, for Wind River. Uh, Both of us went and saw this. I'm going to let Ben go first. I don't think he enjoyed it very much. Ben, say your piece. I think... um... I really did enjoy, like, the first half of it. I thought the first half was, like, great. Um, and then it just kind of started losing steam to me. And without giving anything away, the way the way everything is revealed, like, oh, here's how 
stuff went down, the way they reveal that just totally threw me out of the movie. Like, just, I, I really didn't like the way that was. I will say that movie, that part put the movie over the top for me. I was <laughs> like, this is pretty solid. And then the directorial choice and the storytelling to how they revealed, like, I thought that of was, I thought that movie, part. that elevated the movie for me. I feel like this can be another conversation for the movie we actually talk about today. And, mm, okay, and then, um, but that's just, that's just my thought on that. And then the other thing, this could be just me, but they had, they had bits of music where it was like very soft vocals and yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I'll give you it that. sounded almost like someone was kind of trying to make fun of like those Johnny Cash depressing. It was almost like spoofy to me. Like I actually kind of chuckled the the second song when they played the second song like that. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I see what you're saying. It didn't work for me either. But I think uh, Taylor Sheridan he uh, wrote Sicario and uh, what was the bank robber movie with? Oh, um, yeah. Captain Kirk last year. Um, uh, and that was... Uh, I can't remember, but it was not made for a Best Picture. It was a good movie. Uh, but this was his first writing-directing deal. But he... I, you know, he was definitely trying to be very inclusive of our Native American community. I get where the inspiration for that song, which seemed to be sung by a Native American singer, uh, came from. But I agree, Ben. It didn't. It did not quite. And work and I either. will say, like, there's enough of Wind River that if he makes another movie, there's a good chance I'll see it. Like, there's a lot of stuff I did like. There's just a lot that I didn't too. It's, uh, you know. See, I would say I think I, I I rolled with the slow build up for the characters, getting to know the main players, um, and then once it kind of they they kind of kick the door down on the action and it kind of just gets going pretty well there's a there's a pause or two in there but um the i guess i would say there's three set pieces action set pieces in the movie and i thought they were all incredibly well done incredibly tense and just really 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 good i would agree i would agree that the again like yeah the action was awesome but just the way some of it was presented, I didn't like. Um, like, like again, um, that reveal I thought was just bad. Uh, but yeah, okay. I'm, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he impresses me more with the next one. I think if you are a fan of Sicario, I'm gonna look up the other one. Hell or high, hell I, or high water. Yeah. Hell or high water. Uh, I would definitely, definitely give Wind River a chance. Did you not like Hell or no, High Water? No, no, I like both of those movies. It's just like, yeah, it's funny okay. that you're saying if you're a fan of those movies, go see this. It's like, what? But I am a fan of those movies. <laughs> well, I, I, I liked both. I think I like this about as much as I like Hell or High Water. Could it? Sicario is pretty damn. Oh, amazing. I would say Hell or High Water was but in that my top is, ten. Last that's year. Denny Villeneuve all the way. Ben, could I ask, did the setting of Wind River uh, take away from it all? Because I think, I think I was intrigued in the premise of it, but just the physical setting that I saw in uh, the trailer, I was just like, man, I don't know, like, I would never want to live in a place like this. I'm not sure why I'd want to watch a movie about a place oh, like they, this. Oh, they make sure nobody in the movie lets you know they don't want to live in a place like this either. Okay. I think they do a really great job of implementing... The, the the setting is be, I mean the cliche it's a it's a character in the movie and it actually the setting of the movie actually plays into some of the violence and death in the movie as well yeah I think um, I understand why revolution's your favorite apocalypse if you I, ask that question. I would say the, the 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 best setting of hell or high water wind river or sicario honestly I might give it to to wind river I really liked oh, what okay. they did with that and it's like, and, and I'm not saying Wind River is like an, an awful, terrible movie. I just, I'm disappointed. It's mixed. I would say it's a mixed movie, mixed bag. Interesting. I say my biggest critique is they should have peppered up uh, Jack, uh, what's his name? I called him Jack. Jer Jeremy Renner's hair. He, he was totally selling me on the old sagey dad advice that he gives throughout the whole movie. He just looks too damn young still. Okay. Uh, ben and I will take a break from talking. Lauren or John? 
Yeah, let's get Jack. Do you have anything to share? Some uh, fun things you've been doing besides. I was gonna talk about the solar eclipse, but whatever you talk about, solar. It. So I guess the only other thing I've really done this week besides the defenders, which Ben and I wrote up, so I won't get into that, is. I've just been having really bad luck with video games lately. I finally finished Deus Ex. I had to put my nose to the grindstone on that one and just beat it out, but that was not the right choice of words. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I finally beat it, and I think the credits were the like as long as the game itself. Like I hate when video games don't let you skip the credits. It, they were so long that they had like these photos that they would show of like the productions staff and everyone and they had to like start over again because the credits went on so long so it was bad and the ending just sucked overall like if if people hated uh human revolution the ending of that game then just wait till you get to this one it's awful so yeah i don't really have any good things to mention this week john um so i was going to talk about atypical which i finished last week um, and I know I mentioned it previously on the previous episode. Um, but I forgot that brand new surprise released their album. And uh, brand new is probably... Brand who? Brand new. I, I'm, Zach, I'm assuming you're being snarky right now. <laughs> I, I don't know who they are either. But it was just a really great opportunity for... Oh, I thought you were calling back to Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, th- I, I'm I'm understanding why I'm like one of the few music reviewers on the website now. Um, hey, I know but... who Brand New is. They have one of my favorite songs. Okay, perfect. just just awesome. gonna throw it out there. I didn't know who did Thriller until after Michael Jackson was dead. So my musical yeah, knowledge I don't is limited. Like Michael Jackson. Jack, if we so can edit that last that. part out so we don't lose any street cred, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah. Does Brand Michael is... Jackson have street cred? Ugh, okay. I mean, sadly, he does. I mean, you're going to tap your toe to his music. I mean, look at those socks. (laughs) Socks are your big deal with them. That's interesting. The nose? What about the potential child molestation people? What is going on here? That's how he he gets to the the children. So, brand new. Yeah, so, brand new surprise released their. Uh, fifth and potentially last album over the past week um and it's i don't know they had been they had been kind of teasing a release for a while now and they've been dropping like singles and things that made you thought like oh we just got a new single the new album's coming soon and then it'd be like months um but yeah they just released it and do you know what? I've listened... I'm going to have to sit with it a little bit more. I always need a long time to sit with albums before I really form my thoughts around them. But at the same time, like I can tell how important I think Brand New is. Not just to me personally, but also... Um, to Zach. I think as a... Yeah, to Zach. Um, just to the genre of emo and indie and kind of the alternative music landscape. Um just by the visceral reaction of, like, um, familiarity and kind of safety I have when I listen to them, uh, the new stuff is still really weird and really kind of experimental. Or a mix between, like, kind of an experimental sound that they were going for on their past two albums and, like, their kind of rock roots that they had growing up in the Long Island emo hardcore scene. Um, and Jesse Lacey can barely whisper these lyrics and it's the most intimate and emotional and compelling thing ever and so um yeah i highly recommend if you haven't checked it out uh give it a listen i only got the digital copy but i may be kicking myself and i may actually have to uh pre-order the uh physical release as well so vinyl cd uh i i have a couple do i have a couple i only have one vinyl record I don't actually have a record player, which I need to get. Um, the only vinyl record I have is the last National album, which was probably listening to like I I've listened to the National like their albums before, but listening to them on a record player just they're I don't know they were built for that medium. So I think Did it, they just release a new album. No, I think they're releasing one. They've released some singles. I don't know when the new one's coming out, but I know it's upcoming. 
So, Sleep Well Beast comes out September 8th. So yeah, brand new. Great. Yeah, ben, best. did you have anything else you'd like to share? Since I kind of took Wind River. Uh, like like Lauren said, we watched a, uh, we did a co-review on Defenders, so check that out. Um, I also saw and wrote a review on our website for The Hitman's Bodyguard. Check that out as well. Um, and then, uh, not something I... I have seen, but it's something I am excited about uh, tonight. Well, today they uh, on Amazon Prime you can buy uh, Dave Made a Maze, which is just like this kind of weird-looking indie movie with this guy who makes a cardboard maze that turns out to be this huge labyrinth. It, it uh, I'm a sucker for just kind of weird, interesting plots and uh, scenery, so I'll definitely be checking that out tonight. What is it, uh, Ben, did you, or not Ben, sorry, Zach, did you, when we were talking about that last week, did you look up that trailer yet? Nope. Ah, oh, you got to. It's a, I, I, I want to, uh, echo what Ben said. Probably one of the most interesting trailers I've seen in a while. Yeah, I mean, hey. it's, I'm excited about it. Uh, and I also... Still talked about nothing you've seen, okay. actually. Okay, I was getting to it. I also finished, um... The Telltale's Batman series, which or the first season, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, kind of kicking myself for not playing that months ago. Um, and that's that's kind of all. That's all I've done out of that stuff so far. Well, I think we're gonna jump into our feature review, which I have not mentioned yet. Definitely thought you were about to say, which I have not seen. <laughs> what? Just the way you said it, I thought you were going to be like, which I have not seen. And she's like, surprise! <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised, um, to be honest. I was going to say, let's remember what was supposed to happen on our first episode ever. I let you know before the podcast, at least. Wasn't it the same I still day, have not though? seen Atomic Blonde. Oh, you need to see it. I know. I'm probably going to see it tomorrow, tonight or tomorrow night, actually, potentially. Hey, Zach, can I pause real quick? Um... So there's a there's a writer on S for Esquire and uh, Vice that I follow, Luke O'Neill. Um, he's a great music writer. Um, he hosts Emo Night in Boston, if we have any Boston listeners. But I'm just scrolling through my Twitter feed, and he just tweeted out, that was one of the dumbest Game of Thrones episodes in terms of character and plot, and best in terms of spectacle. And so, I just want to... I would say it was dumb plot. And lackluster spectacle. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we are not going to get this. It's stop looking at your Twitter feed right now. Sorry, apologize. Yeah. <laughs> John's that guy. Everyone, everyone doesn't agree with Zach in the like. Everyone here except Zach really enjoyed that episode. I think I think John had some I, some nits. To I, pick. I, 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 I said some... it wasn't the best, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, it's... I enjoyed. It. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but I, I understand some of the things that Zach was pointing out. And let's just spoiler alert: like the whole Benjamin thing. I like. I really didn't like. I was just like, this is the dumbest shit ever. Yeah, but that's um, been his role in the whole show. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, uh, Zach, you should take us into our actual feature. John, try to get me talking about Game of Thrones. Don't do it. Don't do it. See my Twitter feed for my complaining. Um, so our featured review, which I have not mentioned yet, is the uh, unretirement of director Steven Sp- Soderbergh, Logan Lucky. I actually have no idea what anybody thinks about this movie. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah, I kept it close to the chest. I didn't yeah, want. Yeah, I kept it quiet. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. So, let's... Oh, well, I'll, I'll give us a brief synopsis. I'll share my thoughts. I have an inkling I might be our most positive here, but we'll see. The movie stars Channing Tatum, who is a down-on-his-luck handyman type of guy who lives in West Virginia. His brother, who's missing an arm, played by Adam Driver. The arm is. Isn't doing much better 
And when his uh, Channing Tatum's ex-wife is threatening to leave the state, he needs some money for, to lawyer up. So he decides he's going to rob Charlotte Motor Speedway. I would say it as smooth as T Channing does in the movie, but I just don't have that capability. Uh, they have to recruit their sister, played by Riley Kehoe, and an imprisoned Daniel Craig, playing Joe Bang, <laughs> uh, to pull off this heist. And it's being compared to Ocean's 11, 12, and 13, because Steven Soderbergh directed that trio of movies. Wait, is it being compared to 11 or 13? There's a big difference. I think all three of those movies well, are the other. The other thing is they're also they're also heist movies. Like all of them are all kind of like. Yes, yeah. that is the reason we're calling them heist. Well, movies. I know. I was just making a joke. Yes. Is it bad or good? I know. But I think eleven, twelve, and thirteen are all good. Come at me. <laughs> but uh, I'm fine where I am. <laughs> uh, but yes, so this is a heist movie directed by Steven Soderbergh. But I would say it's much more character centric than it is heist-centric and not as glitzy as those Oceans movies. But as that is, I really enjoyed it. The characters that we got are all really fun people to follow and care about and interesting people. The least interesting person is played by... Is it... What's his Katie name? Katie Holmes. No, McFarland. I was, was going to say Hillary Family Swank. Guy. Uh, oh, yeah, Hillary was, Swank. We need to Hillary get Hillary Swank that. was the weak part, but she is definitely spoiler discussion. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, but we'll get into that in a second. But I enjoyed it. I am a Steven Soderbergh fan, though. I like everything he puts out. I'll get into it more in spoilers. Lauren, what do you think? Um, I would say the way I describe this one is that, like, that you mentioned Ocean's Eleven. I would say this is, like, the younger brother of Ocean's Eleven that coasted through school without having to make an effort. <laughs> like, he just got good grades because he could. Because, it's like, I enjoyed it while I was watching it, but then looking back at it, I had so many questions about how they did everything they did that it kind of weakened the movie for me. So, yeah. Okay. Ben? I, I honestly, I was trying to think of a better way to describe it, but it's the same thing I feel about uh, that Miss TV show. It's just super okay. There's nothing I hate about it, but there's also nothing I love about it. It's just it, completely in the middle for me. Uh, not even the little girl? Yeah, she was okay. <laughs> ben hates children. I work with children. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't mean you like Claim them. still stands. <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. Okay. Okay, <laughs> uh, John. John. Um, yeah, so I have a very strong confession to make. I've never seen an Oceans movie. And so... that being, that. Yeah. Well, that being said, I think halfway through the movie, I was just like, is this what the Oceans movies are like? And so, <laughs> like, I... It's... I tried to think of, like, what type of kind of, uh, s like, heist movies I've seen in the past that kind of had a similar type of twist or whatever. Like, maybe Inside Man or something. Like, it was that type of film, but, again, the focus was on the setting and the characters and the characterization of them. So, like, just, like, as opposed to being this very intense kind of uh, noir crime film, like, say, Inside Man or, like, this... Uh, this comedy action, I guess, crime film, like, uh, the Ocean series, um, it was a little bit, I don't know, it felt a little bit more heartfelt, because these were just regular characters, um, there's not a, like, there's not a lot based in kind of, a character building, you're kind of just thrown in, but that being said, like, I still found them simple, or, I still found them very compelling, uh, um, I'd say as a request to the old title of our website, anytime you say that being said or anything like that, you have to say having said that. Okay, thanks. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Having said that, um, like Channing, T Channing Tatum, I, first of all, I'm super impressed with Channing Tatum. I forget who I was talking to about this, but uh, I think when I watched, I think when he was in uh, Foxcatcher, I never saw Foxcatcher, but I watched the Hollywood Reporter Roundtable, and he was with <laughs> actors like... Uh, 
he was being interviewed with people like Ethan Hawke and Michael Keaton and um, that one guy who plays Peter Pettigrew in Harry Potter, who's actually this very famous British actor. Um, so he was being interviewed with these very heavy, um, big-time Hollywood actors, and he just held his own in terms of talking about, like, telling a story and getting into character. And I was just like, from a guy who started up from, like, being... Uh, an exotic Step dancer up. to yeah <laughs> to just kind of this like eye candy actor um, to becoming a very kind of serious um, force in Hollywood. I was just I was super impressed by his portrayal. Well, have and same you, thing with Adam. Have Adam. you seen the Magic Mike movies? I have not, and I heard that I really he's, need to because he's actually like like incredibly good in those too. The the premise sounds like it wouldn't be like a very like acting strong film but they both are actually really good he's great in both Channing Tatum has been great forever uh, I've always liked him she's uh, the man he was great she's the man he was great and she's the man uh, a guide to recognizing your saints I saw later but he was also very good in that movie as well but his current run of movies I mean it started kind of with Haywire and he was a small part on that, but that's when he started working with Soderbergh as well. Hey, and he—I want to mention. Let's not mention Jupiter Ascending as one of his movies, but also just the <laughs> Twenty-One and Twenty-Two Jump Streets. I loved him in those. Yep. Yeah. Magic Mike—he's great in Side Effects, which is also directed by Steven Soderbergh. Wasn't he in a GI Joe that was just supposedly uh, awful? Don't mention those. It was fine. They were awful. I feel like if I saw it, I would probably end up agreeing with Lauren on this one. The first one was okay, but not good enough for me to want to see the second one. And if Channing Tatum's your main reason for watching those, then don't watch the second one. Okay, have you seen... uh, John, have you... He did. What? He did. He done died. Oh, god damn it. Um, It happens like five minutes in. Okay, but John, John, have you seen... Okay, this is how I'm going to compare that, though. Have you seen the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies? Animated, um, the animated one, or the the ones Michael Bay made, the director. I saw the first story. one. I didn't see this. Okay. I didn't see this. Now, what did you think of the um, first one? First one was okay. Okay, that's where like, you're yeah. losing me now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so your opinion on GI Joe? I can't. I'm sorry, I can't trust that. Because I, I, oh god. The second GI Joe movie I was better both. than the, the first one. To Lauren. Did you watch the first Transformer or the first, the second Turtles? I did uh, see the second turn. Yes, I did. Oh God, why would you do that? I uh, because Stephen Amell is in it and he's glorious. Okay, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say, fun fact: I tried to watch the first Turtles, and I got like 50 minutes into it, but my 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 PlayStation hashtag yes, but my PlayStation kept removing it, like stopping and buffering. I could watch other stuff. And then it eventually removed the movie from my watch list on its own. <laughs> so I took it as a sign from God that I didn't need to keep punishing myself. Yeah, that PlayStation basically saved your life. I think I think it knows how much I care for it, so it cares for me. <laughs> <laughs> so Logan so, Lucky. <laughs> um... Yeah, so sorry to finish up my thoughts. Um... Finish up, man. We haven't even gotten to spoilers yet. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a gr- I thought it was a good film, um, and I loved I loved the ending to I I would have changed the ending I feel like, but I loved the focus on the characters as opposed to um, a really heavy plot, which is unusual for me because usually I love plot like uh, I prefer plot like heavy kind of films more, just entertainment wise, but. Watching Channing Tatum's character, watching Daniel Craig's character, who is hilarious. Um, yeah, it was just, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought we were supposed to keep these reviews to, like, one to two sentences. My you bad. guys are right. wordy today. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Boiler alert? Boiler alert. <laughs> um, so, I thought, I didn't touch on the humor, but I thought, I loved the very Soderbergh-esque like cutaways and quick gags and jokes and so much stuff was in there just 
to be funny, silly asides. I was just loving all of that. I was laughing and grinning pretty much from start to finish watching this movie. Uh, I loved, love, love Adam Driver. I was a little sad he, he kind of disappeared yeah, for a little bit Yeah, there needed the to be way there. more of him. Um, he must have been shooting a Star Wars or something. <laughs> but he, uh, him and... Uh, Channing's kind of the straight man in this. He gets his moments, but uh, Driver and uh, Daniel Craig definitely just both picked up the comedy slack for me throughout. Uh, the, the His brothers, the... The guys who played Joe Bang's brothers were also quite funny, I thought, uh, every time they, they took well advantage of their limited screen time. I thought I thought they that? were they were only really good in like the scene where they're like playing the horseshoes. And yeah. the and the best line they had was spoiled in the trailers. It was that uh I know all the Twitters, all of them. Don't oh, I hate watch that line. Trailers. I don't think that was funny. The funniest bit from that scene was when they like went to do the huddle to talk, and they're like, "We're gonna do it." Yeah, yeah, and they that came was right great. Back okay, that was like, actually yeah. I'm, I'm kind of tired. About that. that was actually kind of good. I feel like the twitters. It's just such an old joke right now. It's like, <laughs> though I did, there was someone who did say at one point he went to the Google, and that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I think yeah, I I agree with you guys on what you're saying just about the comedic tone because I feel like. Um, the sort of corniness kind of inherent with it, like, especially since a lot of those punchlines were spoiled on the trailer, I was amazed at how well they felt. Like, there was the one uh, line where they're talking to Joe Bang, uh, Daniel Craig's character, for the first time in the prison, and he's like, man, you Logan boys sure are as dumb as people say they are. And they both just looked at him and were like, in unison they're like people say that and i oh they didn't like, say it that quickly though it's like people say that but yeah yeah that was that yeah but there weren't there weren't enough like scenes like that to make me really enjoy the movie like it was just yeah, yeah i would have done like you were talking about adam driver i wish we had had more with the brothers i enjoyed them a lot together and then like you said he kind of disappeared from the movie like he was still he around jail. but he didn't <laughs> well yeah but i mean he still got plenty yeah, of joe bang like, yeah. I, I like Daniel Craig to an extent, but when he got overhyped, like when they rescued him from the prison and he was in the back of the car, it's like, okay, calm down. I know you're excited, but this is not the character I like you. <laughs> you haven't been outside of prison for who knows how long. I, I honestly, uh, I know Zach said he was the weakest part, but I, I actually liked Seth MacFarlane, but I liked him a lot more than the other, a lot of the other characters. He was one of the characters that could have been cut, though. No, that's true. He he didn't need to be in the movie at all. I mean, that was the weird. That was I thought that was a little awkward. Like the whole Sebastian. It was Sebastian Stan, I believe, mm-hmm. was the yeah. driver. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the little comic aside with Sebastian Stan when when they first introduced him, but their the him their relevance to the story was so arbitrary. Yeah. Like you could have just had them not run into them, but I guess it was also building up the FBI tracking stuff which seemed way out of left field, to be honest with me. I, that was definitely my least favorite part of the movie. Um, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it didn't get many laughs out of it. Can I ask a quick question? It's been a yes. while since I've seen Hillary Swank in anything, but is that her actual voice? Because it sounded like she was, like, down here talking. And all she probably was lowering a little stuff. bit. I was more worried by her creepy eyes and her creepy smile <laughs> the most of the time. Did she smile? It was smile? really unnerving to me. <laughs> She had, like, a creepy smile on the whole time. <laughs> a smirk. I didn't like the ending where she just kind of sits down in the bar with them and it's just Yeah, what was that, that about? This It's so called an eye on them. They're supposed to be lucky keep, for once, and all of a sudden we're going to be like, oh, they're going to get caught. Yeah, I... They were doing a good job not spending their money. I think they're in good shape. Yeah, but the whole point of putting her there was just to be, like, a really downbeat. It's like, it yeah. did, I don't understand why they ended the movie on that tone, like, that beat. I don't know. I think it's supposed to be... It was supposed to be playful, and I just think her character was supposed to be that as well, and it just did not come across yeah, that no, way. Yeah, no, not at all. She was not fun whatsoever. So I, so I want to talk about the ending because I feel like my main gripe with the ending was, and I guess this was the plan, and this was, uh, yeah. So again, spoilers. What ends up happening? Yeah, we're in is, the spoiler section. We're in the spoiler okay, section. Just making sure. Just making sure. Um, <laughs> We so, just talked about Hillary Swank in the very end of the movie. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I guess that is a spoiler. Um, 
So they pull off the heist or whatever. Uh, Channing Tatum books it back to his daughter's uh, recital, beauty pageant, whatever. And I think that was that was a great climax for me because the movie starts with him interacting with his daughter and like that's the one piece of character building that it's super short but it works really well in terms of establishing the relationship between this dad and this this young girl who really dotes on him even though for all good reason she probably shouldn't um yeah i think their bits together are my favorite parts yeah i would agree with that and i i to jump off of that, I would also say um, I loved Katie Holmes's reaction when she was singing his song. Yeah. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, she's pissed. But then, you know, the next scene, it's like, oh, she's nice. She's nice to Tatum, and she realizes, yeah, he really is trying to do the right thing as a father. It's like he's not the and he's I, not perfect, but he's trying. Yeah, and John, I, get back to what you were saying. Sorry, sorry. sorry. And I think. No, no, you're, no. That's perfect because I think that's a great segue into, and that's where I thought, like, when he dumped the money, and called up the, called up the authorities and say, "Hey, I just robbed." Blah blah blah. Here's where the money is. Like, I don't I even think, think that, he said he robbed it. I just think he left. No, it yeah, there yeah. Fair, fair <laughs> enough. But that would have been a great segue, I think, for me to like, end the movie, with like. A circling back to kind of how it was at the beginning where maybe Mm -hmm. an interaction between him and his daughter is nothing's changed and he's still kind of this down on his luck dad but our opinion of him has has not changed and if anything has increased because he has such value and care for his daughter that he's not gonna let any other thing like pollute him or uh kind of yeah it just felt like with that beat, had it ended there, it just felt like everything was going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but then it kind of did this pull away at the curtain and like, no, there was actually a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes and here's the twist. They actually stored the money away ahead of time and he's thought through this a lot more than um, you think he has. And Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. That would have been a real nice ending to the movie. Like the singing, the song, it was a great, great moment. And, but they wanted to have the pull the rug out from you, their scene, which I, I, I really liked all of that. I loved the classic, this is what really happened montage that we got and how everybody got kind of paid off. But I think where the writing, they got w- stuck in a weird hole and why they had to introduce the Hillary Swank piece was because A, they didn't want to have to put pin them against each other. Fair enough. Like, yeah. Joe Bang and the, the brothers. and Like, you didn't want to create a tension there where they had to turn on each other to, like, oh, well, I screwed him over. Uh, I screwed Joe Bang over, and he's shit out of luck. See, I'm going to take wanted... the opposite look than you. It's like, I hated the rug being pulled out from under me because it's like, I didn't believe that they could do all the things they did in the movie, and then they tack on additional things, but this is what really happened. It's like, really? I don't believe the first part. I'm not going to believe this. Yeah, either. that's... All they did was, all they did was mess up one track here. of that gate and it's delay all, them no, five minutes. But still, it's like, I'm just talking about the meat of the movie. It's like, they never showed any planning... Yeah. Like, so I don't believe for a second these guys could do all they did. Very, they got, like, very oh, intricate I think, diagram. I think guys, it, we have this thing. Sorry. I, I'm just saying, I think it would have made more sense if that montage didn't take place. It's like they just rob them, they share the money, and, that's, and he goes to his daughter's recital, and that's it. That would yeah, have been so much then, better. It's like, how did they get codes for all the doors? I understand that he could have the gate code because he worked with them and they probably hadn't changed it. it the but same, they had it was the same code throughout for all the, the doors. entire track. They had the same code for every door. Yep. Like, I don't apparently. believe that. And those they guards, had, like, those fire, guards just she walked had away. Random fire like, multiple times. Like uh, firefighter uniforms. They had other uniforms. It's just the, everything went so smoothly and without a hitch. It's like, why aren't we talking about this whole? Logan curse. They made such a big deal about that and nothing ever happened that would be like, yeah, maybe they are cursed. Those jelly beans didn't blow up that one time. The gummy bears? Yeah. Yeah, but that was like a second gag and then it was over. It wasn't a curse. I, uh, and that wasn't there. Adam wasn't... Driver, when he lost his arm, he should have freaked out more so and talked about the curse more. And that like, would have been the like only a... hitch in the plan. It would have been a Joe but... Bang curse as opposed to like a lucky curse. Yeah. 
I think, uh, like, all that being said, like, I do think, uh, the twist... Having the said kind that. Of the, <laughs> the curtain being pulled back, it, it wasn't a bad ending, but I think I would have loved a more... And I, I get what you're saying about why they did it, Zach, and that makes a lot of sense, but I think this... The scene at the recital where it was just her singing a cappella, and then like the crowd joining in, and I could have sworn people in the theater started joining in. It was <laughs> su- it was such an emotionally resonant moment. I there was were just that many like, people in your theater. There were like there, two other couples in mine. Yeah, there were I, actually a lot. I got like um, six people aside from me. <laughs> Here, here's what I will say. Shout out to the AMC Esquire. They're always packed. They were parked. They were packed when I saw the Dark Tower. I hate so. their seats. What are you talking about? They recline. They have, but they have this giant bump in your lower back that is so uncomfortable. Oh, I don't remember that. But anyway. Oh, you would um, remember it. I do. Um, yeah. So I just, I don't know. I think I would have liked a more like emotionally subtle and resonant ending as opposed to one where. The plot devices are kind of like uh, tidied up or whatever. Even though I get why they they ended it the way that they did. Um, and how about like another thing going back to this the reveal? It's like who was the guy who was smoking? They never. They're like, oh yeah, he, he was, was the here, guy on the porch at the was. bar when they first came in. See, I'm pretty sure that was no way evident Ooh. to me. Huh. Interesting. And like they, I don't know, but. Oh, there was something else I wanted to talk Oh, you were talking about, like, tying it up at the end. Why keep the plan from half the people? There's no reason to. Because they're idiots. <laughs> yeah, so they shouldn't have been able to do it. You're making my point for me. This movie is a lie. <laughs> but all they had to do was blow up a thing and drive a cart. Yeah, and they failed at that. Well, they, well, they also they drew, had to, like, they... sneak in, get past the security guards like that. I, I definitely see Lauren's point. It's like, these guys are not, like, they should not have been able to do any of the shit they did. Um, I do, I will say, though, one of the things that, um, again, I appreciated was, plot aside, was the acting. I think, again, um, everyone did a great job at really, like, the characterizations of these people from West Virginia was never so over the top. But it was, like, that perfect, like, middle line, like, middle of the row, like, um, you see what I did there? I I did. I did. Um, It's not cool when you call it out. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, None of you were calling it out. (laughs) Loser! Like, um, between parody and actually, like, uh, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Shoot. Authentic. You're saying you're saying yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, of like, uh, like residents of West Virginia. Like, sure, there was some like lines here or there, and there was especially with Adam Driver's character, where you're just like, the way he talked and his slow drawl was just hilarious. Adam but, Driver was basically my dog scout as a person. He's like he's always <laughs> looking at his feet. He's really quiet. Okay. Also, like their plan hitched on uh, Adam Driver only going to jail for thirty days. Also, how did they form this whole plan? All Channing Tatum knew was all he saw were pipes, and they had this whole plan, and it's it's aggravating. I hate it. I will. I will say. I like the movie, but I still hate it. I will say I agree with with John's uh, opinion on the acting. Pretty much everyone in it was great, aside from uh, Hillary. I don't like Katie Holmes, but that was it. There's just something about her I can't connect to. I think she was just kind of there. Yeah. But Hilary Swank was not good. Everyone else was great. Oh, speaking of actresses, though, I just want to know how many movies Katherine Waterston is going to inflect that haircut on people with. <laughs> like, she had it in, speaking of Alien, what is it, Alien... Uh, Covenant? Yes, Alien Covenant comes out tomorrow, Did so I get to see her yet? haircut again. No, it came out last week. Uh, not if you want to rent it at Redbox. Oh, to rent it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to buy it without seeing it. That's fine. What haircut are we talking about? Catherine Watterson, the, the lady she was the who nurse. ran the nurse thing. Oh, gotcha. She has that haircut in Fantastic Beast and Covenant, I think. It's just so funny because, like, I mean, not saying she looked bad in any way. It's just funny because you look at her IMDb picture and it's completely different. Oh, she's like gorgeous. 
<laughs> it's yeah the, the haircut's doing her no favors though yeah oh i know another thing that bothered me it's like why would the inmates go along with this plan they're getting extra time added to their sentences the, the for one, no the one reason dude got paid. The one dude got yeah paid but he didn't know he was gonna get paid he was super surprised know, when he found that the, money in the car they were bored they wanted to have some fun but the game of thrones jokes were on point I'm not going to lie. I laughed pretty good at that. Yeah, they were pretty good. Game of Thrones <laughs> is in everything. <laughs> like, they just made some jokes about that in Winona Earp. I am, like, just overloaded with Game of Thrones jokes right now. Whew. It's just like the Twitters. <laughs> I don't know. So, where where do we sit on this movie? Is it a recommend? Is it a, is it a I would recommend it? to see it, or is for it sure. a... I would recommend it. Just know going in that if you think too hard on it, you might get frustrated. I I can't recommend it, but I also can't not recommend it. <laughs> Make your own decision. Like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Why not? Why not? If, if you're as as the person who's seen pretty much every Steven Soderbergh movie here, if you if you like Steven Soderbergh's other films, Ben mentioned the Magic Mike. He only directed the first one, but his hands are all over the second one. What else uh, has he done? Uh, the Informant, Out of Sight, Behind the Candelabra, uh, Side Effects, uh, Contagion. He does everything. He's always doing a new style. I don't know if I've seen most of his things. I think other than the Oceans movies. Meh. Yeah, and those were, I actually like the Ocean movies. I think if Ooh, you're a fan of chill. Steven Soderbergh, you will enjoy this movie. But my co-host think you might get diminishing returns otherwise it sounds like well i think i feel like this movie would be the type of movie where i came out of theaters being like yeah that was a pretty good movie and i would totally recommend people to see it and then uh i feel like it's gonna get like it's it's gotten a lot of praise for it so far i could see it being a movie that gets like what like huge critical acclaim come uh award season and me being like really like that was a good film but really this um, movie's not gonna win any awards i'm gonna put that right out there right now for you um which is unfortunate because again i think the acting was one of the strongest parts and i love channing tatum in it i loved daniel craig i uh, channing tatum continues to surprise me i guess and i guess i need to see the magic mike movies but yes you do um, you really i do. still think adam driver is probably my favorite I feel like every movie that Channing Tatum has done, though, I've been like, okay, that makes sense, though. Like, I can totally see him do that role. I mean, Magic You know what makes sense? Channing Tatum as a male stripper. That's what makes sense. (laughs) Well, because he was a male stripper, right? (laughs) Um, And so... Wait, was he actually a male stripper? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Magic Mike was partially influenced by his... his Before he, he became like, a star, I, did not write it. I think he produced it. I don't know if he's okay. got a writing credit, but yeah. But this one is just like one where I see him like kind of like growing his comedic chops, but beyond like like for for the first time, like the typical comedy films that Channing Tatum has been, his kind of natural persona or natural like character has been like part of the joke right so like in she's the man he's this jockish brutish kind of guy same thing in like 21 jump street or whatever um like he's this like jockish guy who finally like discovers that hey i'm actually like i really like like knowledge and studying and like finding out about the world or whatever and that's kind of like his did he learn line. that in those movies yeah dude he like he got I'm pretty really sure into... he played football and he's like oh yeah, yeah this is what i should be doing football <laughs> in 21 jump street no football dude, in chemistry. both senses football 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 yep, soccer football. football and football <laughs> no dude he totally in 21 jump street he totally found out that he like he cares about like chemistry and stuff like that and that was the whole thing like well no he, character... he he nailed like one equation was like yeah but but I don't think he Did enjoyed he it. it. I thought he just wrote a bunch of gibberish on the wall. Like, oh, you're right. And he said was, science, bitches. Yeah, he was super and high. Away. And then he said, he said something like, fuck you, science. I just thought left. he just wore a really awesome sweatshirt. But I think kind of kind of like the theme or like the the thing in 21 Jump Street was this idea that uh, Jonah Hill's I know what you're saying. 
Channing Tatum's character switch places when they go to high school the second time around, right? I think Whereas, the like, theme Jonah was just was friendship. <laughs> oh yeah, no, for sure. But that was like a that was kind of a plot line. That like and also maybe just Channing Tatum takes a bullet really well. That oh god yeah that too, <laughs> um, but yeah no so seeing Channing Tatum in this type of role and like put on this draw and be hilarious still, um, yeah I don't know I'm just super impressed by. It. But this also makes me think, uh, did anyone see the Coen Brothers movie Hail Caesar? Was he good in that? Yeah he was. Yes. I, I think Hail Caesar is a pretty good movie, but he was great in it. it like, oh, uh, man, now I just want Channing Tatum to be a guest star. Adding it to the Google Doc. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a lot of the Coen Brother movies. That's going to be my... Oh, his his cameo. His his, his cameo and uh, This is the End is also one of the best parts of that movie. I have to, oh, man, I have to go back and watch it. I forget that. I was seeing that he was in that. I was just like, wait. Was that in? Oh, you. I, I'd tell you, but it's better to find out again. It's so funny. Fair enough. Okay, so Logan Lucky, maybe see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a more We're resounding so opinion from our team than we gave our last movie, The Dark Tower. So, I guess that's going to about wrap it up. I am Zach Oldenburg. You can find me at Zach Goldenberg on Twitter, Z-A-C-O-L-D-E-N-B-U-R-G. And you can find some writings over at middleofrow.com. Hashtag know the. Lauren. Uh, I am Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me at Beware of Trees on Twitter and our Twitter account for Middle of the Row podcast and website is just Middle of Row. Hashtag no the. <laughs> we don't have to say it every time, Duke. Uh, I'm I'm Ben. You can follow me at uh, at the Grigsby Bear uh, on Twitter. Check out Middle of the Row on Tumblr, I guess. Unbelievable. <laughs> John. Uh, I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can check me out on Twitter uh, on at another Rahul J, and the J is just the letter. Um, and yeah, you can follow us on Facebook. Um, get notifications for our latest reviews and podcasts, etc., etc. Especially for next week when we will continue our foray into our top video games of all time. Ooh, and he's Brian, taking your jobs, Zach. And Brian Fallon, if you're listening somewhere, we would <laughs> Do not love come to on have you show. on <laughs> as a guest. You're, you're not invited, Brian. I'm sorry. We, we, have we don't too much have shit space. To talk about. <laughs> um, also, I would be up for a second episode about a wrap-up of Game of Thrones Season 7, if you guys are up for that. Oh, shoot, yeah. Can we put off the video game one, then? No. No, no we can do no, both. No, we promise, John. We cannot lie to our audience. Oh, my gosh. But the, uh. <laughs> All right, We're going to try to do both, people. You know All how right. hard it is for us We're to get one podcast done? Yeah. That sounds, yeah. Getting ambitious in week number five. <laughs> uh, stay tuned, folks. It's going to be a doozy. <laughs> and remember, the best seat is in the middle of the row. <laughs>